What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ham and Spam Retro Review, the show where two lifelong friends replay the games from our childhood, see if they stand the test of time. Check us out online at hamandspam.com, where you can find links for our social media, including Twitter, where it's at hamandspam1, Instagram at hamandspamgames, and search us on Facebook, Ham and Spam Retro Review. And coming soon to YouTube. Eventually. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Here we are with episode 11. Yep. All of you who uh, tuned in to last week's episode got the little hint at the end of Donkey Kong Country as to what this game was going to be. And it's our first original Xbox title. OG Xbox. I like calling the originals OG for Yeah, you can't call it Xbox One anymore. <laughs> no, it can't be Xbox One because, well, there's a different Xbox One. Which is weird. That's no, a weird... Yeah, I don't Man. understand the whole name. I mean, I guess I, I do, but they want it to be the one thing for all your entertainment. Yeah. Was their explanation behind it? That's pretty but bad anyway, explanation. Anyway, we're on, a, we're on a pig trail already. But our game, Clint, of course, is... Halo 1. Yes. Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. Which we will refer to from now on as Halo, Halo 1. 1. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, great game. Yeah. You know, if, if Goldeneye is the grandfather of the modern first-person shooter, I would say Halo is the father. Yeah, I could see that. Most everything that is uh, first-person based is based off of this yeah. layout. Halo is the daddy. <laughs> well, there's a Mari Povich episode reference already. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, well, before we jump in, uh, happy 4th of July. We're, yeah. we're recording this on the 5th, so, uh, and I still have... I still have all 10, 10 fingers right all now. All 10 digits. Yep. I can count to at least 10 still. Um, <laughs> how was your fourth? It was good. Uh, just ate with the family. Yeah. Grilled out and I watched some Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, I have finished Stranger Things. I have not. Already. I'm not spoiled. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But uh, uh, personally i liked it better than season two season two seemed rushed okay. season three i'm glad that it is finally out it took them seems like forever to yeah, do it they took some more time but they it. they revolved around the fourth of july holiday so it makes you know as far as the timetable in real life it, it made sense so, right um i still think that again og OG Stranger Things was the best one. I First think. season, yeah, yeah. It's hard just because just because no one no one thought it was going to do what it did. I think it took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, and I think that's what made it made it so great. But, a pleasant surprise. Uh, anything else this week? Uh, not really. Got off on the fourth, mm -hmm. but had to work the rest of the time. <laughs> um, I we were off Thursday and Friday, mm -hmm. so we were off for uh, the fourth and then the fifth. Just. I guess because nobody wanted nobody wanted to come into work hungover. <laughs> uh, 
But I went ahead and took off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to get some stuff done around the house. So it's doing a lot of honeydews. Um, which is an excellent melon. <laughs> uh, I'm still more of a fan of cantaloupe than I am honeydew. But something, something about the green. But anyway, again, <laughs> another another pig trail. Um, not just been super busy uh, getting some stuff done that I've been putting off because of basketball season. Now that basketball season's done, done with for the time being until until the fall, fall winter, end of fall winter, something. Yeah. Um, just trying to get caught up on those kind of things. So, um, did big Fourth of July cookout over at my in laws, uh, and shot fireworks. Uh, a, a lot of fireworks actually. No one died. No one had to be taken to the hospital. No. Um, I thought I was going to go deaf and start bleeding from the ear at one point. Um, of course, you know, there's always the um, almost get your finger blown off moment yeah. a time or two. See, we've upgraded. We don't use cigarette lighters anymore or even like the little grill lighters. We actually use like a butane torch <laughs> or a uh, propane torch. So uh, there's a couple of times when I would light one fuse and two would get lit and I barely paid attention to it. Um, yeah, you see, when you're lighting fireworks, that's something you really want to give your full attention. <laughs> well, it's hard because we have uh, uh, where we were at. Alex was with us. He's got some um, custom-made launchers they they hold yeah the, mortars yeah exactly uh anyway they're they're two tubes two two inch tubes you slide the slide the um the fireworks into and it's got a long wick on it and you would light light the wick well there's times um let me rewind just a little bit there's four of those there was four of us up there on on his hillside shooting these things off so I would shoot one, and then Alex would shoot one, and another guy would shoot one, and another guy would shoot one, and then when it come back to me, I'd shoot my second shot, and we'd go through, and then you know we sit there and continue to reload them. Well, when you're reloading and it's dark, you're trying to make everything look good. You don't pay attention that the wicks are facing each other sometimes. <laughs> so when you'd light one, the other one would light, and yeah, there's a couple of times where uh, I'd, I'd I'd light just one, thinking it was one, and it ended up being two. But right there at the end, I, I almost messed up. I was trying to put one more in. Uh, right after mine had went off and I walked up to it and all of a sudden the second one went off. So it's pretty, pretty scary, but, uh, yeah, no injuries. Yeah. You were attempting fate. Well, <laughs> I, I woke up that morning as I did this morning. So I'm already tempting fate. There you go. Uh, but that was it. Uh, excited, uh, excited to talk about Halo though. There we are. Um, of course, uh, anybody that's listening to this podcast with any length of time knows it. We all fell in Halo, uh, fell in love with Halo, with Halo Three, right? Three sixty. Um, so you know, a lot of my Halo S stuff came after I played Halo Three. Well, it's it's funny because I'd played one and two before three. Okay, and I was one I believe that was talked you into getting three. Right, because uh, I was didn't know anything about it, never heard of it. Uh, played once or twice some multiplayer maps back in high school because this game came out in what 2001 yeah uh we graduated in 2002 so i you know uh went to a friend's house and you know he's like hey let's play halo and i'm like okay yeah sure let's play halo so i get up there and of course what does he do he knows where everything is he runs the sniper rifle and just shoots the crap out of me he's just immediately. exactly and he's just laughing because i'm terrible at it because <laughs> you know i'm not used to the two button layout or the two stick layout and did he yeah. have the big Duke controllers? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, there's 
there's a black button and a white button and then all your your shoulder buttons and this thing is huge it's like the size of your head and you're trying to so like, why is this what is controller this shaped like this exactly um but yeah those are probably my earliest memories and, and at the time you know whenever you get your butt handed to you in multiplayer because you've never played a game it will really turn you off to a game so i was anti-halo for a very long time uh until you taught me into it and then i think uh, sub- subsequently that we all ended up getting the Xbox 360s not oh, yeah. long after that just for Halo. Yeah, Halo, Halo 3, yeah, rather. That was, that was a system seller for us. So um, eventually uh, Xbox would start releasing their Xbox Originals, I believe it was actually called at the time, where they would kind of port the game over strictly to Xbox 360 because obviously there's a controller difference and whatnot. Um, and then from there, uh, the anniversary came out and that's really where I got into the Halo game itself. The first one with the first one was when the anniversary came out. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Master Chief Collection has come out for the one and, you know, so if I play it, um, that's where I actually play the most of it now. But I do remember, I do remember playing it on the, on the OG Xbox. OG Xbox. I love, uh. The animation we turned it on. Oh yeah, that that cracking screen. And yeah, the like the radio this radio uh, radioactive color kind of coming out of it. It's yeah, like Xbox. <laughs> I didn't say that obviously, but in my mind it does. Well, <laughs> um, I never owned one. Uh, I know you've got one now, but I never had an OG Xbox. Yeah, uh, at the time I was a big PlayStation guy. I had a PlayStation One. Morph that into a PlayStation Two. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it I was a brand think, new system. It's like, man, what? I don't think I knew anyone who owned an Xbox in high school. Well, your I, neighbor, yeah, I uh, didn't even know he had one. That's not everyone was Nintendo or PlayStation. Even back then, it was Dreamcast. Right, so Sega was still. I remember Casey around. had a Dreamcast at the time too. Yeah, so I mean, we were all, you know, we all had our ways of going. You know, you kind of go with what's popular or what you know, and. That's why I was a PlayStation guy for a very long time until yeah. 360 come out. And, uh, and you know, Xbox, I don't think, I think Halo is the reason Xbox was on the map. Yeah. Um, you know, Nintendo's got Mario. Sega has Sonic. Xbox needed a mascot of sorts and ended up with Master Chief and they got like the most BA <laughs> mascot that you could take. One of the coolest... Well, I mean, PlayStation had Crash, right. I guess, if you want to call that the mascot. Yeah, Crash. Um, Spyro at the time. Maybe. Um, I don't know, even today, who else would be the, the mascot for, for Xbox, even after all of this time. For Xbox? Yeah. Still Master Chief. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd like Even after all this time, all the ga- other games they oh, put yeah. out, I don't know who. Okay. Because everybody else is kind of cartoony, and all of a sudden you've got this, like, super soldier. Well, their only other... Big exclusive would probably be the Gear series. Yeah, I mean that's so Marcus Phoenix maybe. Sure. Anyway, so sit back and uh, enjoy this tune as we get into uh, Halo One or Halo Combat Evolved on the original Xbox. Not to be confused with the Xbox One. <laughs>
great theme, man. Yeah, you know, iconic, classic, yeah. easily one of the most iconic themes. Oh goodness, um, and and you know, um, the the popular YouTube video from what just a couple of years ago was the the one kid in the shower doing the 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 chant the chants the chant part of of the of that theme. Um, that's pretty pretty neat. And then it, it, is it the one where he walks to a room full of other guys? Uh, and no, they all start doing it. No, that that was like a version two of it. The first okay. version was just him doing it. Okay, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and then uh, he he comes in with all the other guys like in version two. So it's like this big, huge, almost like a choir. Yeah. So, all right. Well, <laughs> uh, Halo. Uh, like I said, I played it on LG Xbox way back in the day. Right. Um, and it was one that grabbed my attention. I think anyone who played it then was kind of blown away by it. Well, the story, um, you know, especially if you can go back in time to that point. Now, now again, where I really played it, it was Halo 3. You kind of already knew the backstory at that point. Or you knew that Halo 1 was spoiled at that point, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, For you. <laughs> right. So, you know, you go back and view it. It's like, oh, man, okay, so this is where this is connected, and this is where this is, you know. So you start kind of putting puzzle pieces together. But if you go back and you played it, or even first-time gamers if who somehow or another haven't played this game yet, go back and play it. They get to experience for the first time where you cut this thing on, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you're a ship in space, and hey, there's a halo. And you're like, man, what's this thing about? And then... You know, it just, it builds and builds and it's got all these action sequences and for, even for the time, you know, when we reviewed it, um, we, we looked at it on Master Chief Collection. So you had the, the, where you push the select or menu button, whatever you want to call it. I always call it select. That That's one thing I think Xbox got wrong on the Xbox one. Why is it, why are those two buttons not starting select? Why is it menu and home or whatever it is? Now it's three lines and two boxes. Yeah. Well, one's like menu, and one I don't know what the other one is. But anyway, uh, you press select, and you see the see the original graphics, and then you press select again. You go back to the remastered anniversary graphics, and you know you and I were talking about how good the graphics look on the OG Xbox, and just more detail was added. Like they had everything they needed, they just added more to it. Yeah, um, I think too. Besides that, the gameplay. What did you think of the gameplay? Uh, as compared to, well, I mean, like you said, back then it was something new. It was oh, gosh, two yeah. sticks. You weren't used to it. Right. Well, like I said, my experience with this was after Halo three. So for as much as we played Halo three, I was, I was more used to it. So whenever you go, when you backtrack, it's a lot easier. But I remember that first time I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. You know, at that time, even we were used to kind of the Nintendo 64 with the one stick in a way. Um, you know, where you, where you look and move kind of all at the same time, uh, like from your golden eyes and whatnot. But, you know, with this, you're like, man, I can't, I can't get this thing down. I couldn't drive the warthog to save my life. Sometimes even still, I'm, I'm just, I'm just bad at it, I think. But, and that was something cool too, is you, you, it's a pretty seamless transition between your, uh, really good first person shooter and then driving. Right. Which, I mean, the driving wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Right. And, and I think it's, a lot closer to better than bad. I really liked driving. I mean, it took a while to kind of get used to it, like yeah. you said, but once you got it down, man, because I know when we were playing, we'd play Hello 3. We'd do our, <laughs> we'd do our A-team trick. Oh, wow. A-team. 
<laughs> Insert. <laughs> Are you going to put this behind? Put the A-team theme in here right here. We'll, we'll have it somewhere. <laughs> uh, I, I would drive and you would shoot. Yep. And I remember even playing on, uh, it may have been multiplayer on either Reach or 4. I remember playing and some random jumped on the back of the Warthog and we went on a spree and killed like 30 people. Oh, yeah. And after the match, he sent me a message said, you, sir, are one heck of a driver. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and that was the thing, too. This is kind of before internet gaming really took off. Yeah. So this is still that, that old school, if you're going to play this with your buddies, you all have to get together on the same couch. Lots of screen cheating. Everybody knows who's going on. But the thing about it is, too, you can link systems up. So you can yeah. have multiple TVs. Land party. Land party. So, again, man, I kind of long for those days. Yeah, it's neat and, and cool, it's, and it's way more. So convenient. I never played it like that. I never did a land party. Uh, I I know I did three as a land party. I know we did three as a land party. Yeah. Um, and I know, I think I was part of one one time on the on the OG Xbox. I've it might have been two. Now that I think about it, I've got two of them. No, it's kind of pointless now, isn't it? Um, but yeah, the uh, everybody getting together on the couch and and hollering and screaming at each other and hey, go get this, you go get that. Hey, that guy's one shot. Yeah, uh, man, those days were great. Now, for for convenience standpoint, yeah, it's hey, Hammy, you know, send you a text message real quick. Hey, what are you doing while I'm playing this? Well, I'm gonna jump on and play this. You want to join? Yeah, sure. You know, and just you don't have to drive anywhere or anything like that. But man. You just really miss something just sitting next to somebody on the couch or on a stool next to somebody playing yeah. playing games in general. You know, Halo's multiplayer is very distinctive. It's a lot different from like a Call of Duty or something else, mm-hmm. even in later years, because yeah. it was that there's no sprinting, there's no aim down sights, and I felt that made the action faster. Okay, I know a lot of people didn't like the the multiplayer side of it because. Well, I got to shoot that guy eight times. If this is, and you know who I'm quoting here. If, <laughs> if this is real life, I'd I'd shoot you once and you'd be dead. I yeah, I know. He talked. <laughs> but you I know, mean, they had shields. You had to. Well, right, and and that was you know kind of how they got around it because you had to pull the shield down and then you had to you know get through the health and that that was another thing too. You know, when we started out on Halo Three, we had the new suits where your health. And, and shield and everything was a was an all-in-one thing. Well, when you backtrack to Halo 1 like I had to, I was not used to that, where you had a health bar and you had a shield bar. It wasn't yeah. an all-in-one. It didn't just all regenerate. So, you know, I'd, I'd struggle with that because those health packs aren't as plentiful as you'd like for them to be sometimes. Well, I mean, your health doesn't go down to your shields depleted. Sure, sure. But, you know, when... You suck at a game. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, in terms of the levels, man, I remember the first level you start out on the ship. Yep. And uh, you're trying to get off the ship. Man, the number of times I turned down a wrong hallway and had to backtrack on that. Oh, yeah, when you're going through the air vents at that one point. Well, that and then, uh, you know, you had the flashlight. So so on on the OG Xbox, you had the white and the black buttons. And the white button, I believe it was the white button, was your flashlight button. Is that right? I couldn't tell you. I think the white button was your flashlight button. I think and, you're right. You know, your battery would run down. 
and you know if you forgot to turn it off or whatnot and man, it just <laughs> i remember struggling with that even even when, when we got the anniversary edition and I, I actually was trying to play through it play through it not just kind of you know just goofing off with it man i, I struggled i turned down the wrong way this way and i turned down the wrong way that way and I get lost a lot in that game. Uh, they did have waypoints that would just kind of pop up almost randomly. Like when the game says, hey, you're really, really, really way out of out of line. You're supposed to be on this side of the map, basically. You know, you get a, a waypoint that would come up. But, um, yeah, so I, I struggle a little bit with it. But just that open world concept, I yeah. guess. But I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, second level, you get down to the planet. Mm-hmm. I always every every time I play it, uh, when the Covenant ship comes overhead, I hide behind the same rock, even though you don't have to. <laughs> right. I, I the first from the first time I played it, I thought I had to, and so ever since then, I hide behind the same rock from it. And say this is one of the first games that I remember. Okay, when you get on that first level, there you have to go to the you've, you've got to go to the first um, Guardian station, whatever, to look for other survivors, but. After that particular checkpoint, what well, maybe the next one? There's like three routes you can go, and it doesn't matter what order you do the routes. So that was the first time that I kind of remember where you could, okay, if you wanted to go path A, and then go path C, then come back to B, you could that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Um. And, and it was kind of kind of fit in with the story because the whole story is you have no idea where you're at. You don't mm-hmm. know anything about this planet. You just know that you've crashed on it. And you're trying to regroup with your fellow Marines. And so everything's a mystery to you and the character. So that really, I think that was a good bit of immersion there. Oh man. And then, you know, you, you get a little deeper into the game and you, you, they, they give you another villain to have to worry about with the flood. Oh Yeah. And and you're being misled this entire time, and then there's the big plot twist at the end where you find out that the thing that you're that you're trying to do and fire the halo ring that's going to save everybody is actually going to kill everybody to yeah. save everybody. So let's save everyone from the flood by killing them. Sure, the flood can kill them. Well, it's just story is just one of a kind it, it really is now maybe not the ring planet concept and i'm telling you it took me years to get get over that like i'd look at it it's like okay i can see that ring it just goes all the way around well that ring's huge yeah and and wide and it's got its own atmosphere it's own gravity and you, so you're sitting there you're thinking about it, it's like oh okay well that kind of makes sense so it took me a while to get to kind of get over that because i'm not a huge science fiction kind of guy mm-hmm. i mean I mean, I know I like superheroes and I do like Star Wars, but you know, even even then, it took me years later to get in Star Wars too. So, so it kind of blew your mind a little bit, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. I kind of you know wrap my head around it a little bit. Uh, the weapons, just think of the weapons. Who? Um, I was all. I always loved the um, the Covenant weapons. I think a little bit more. Really? Um, I thought it was neat because you had like a battery life on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody, anybody that knows me that's listening to this podcast knows what my favorite weapon was. Uh, probably be the sticky grenade. Absolutely. Uh, I would go around just sticking everything. Yeah, you know, we'd play Halo 3 and 
you would stick someone and get killed, but they would die from your grenade. Mm-hmm. Somehow you thought you came out in the plus on that. I don't, I don't understand. No, it's not so much that. It's that I knew like one-on-one I sucked at that game. Like there was no way that I'm going to get in a firefight with somebody. So my, my thinking was pop you a couple of times. If I can get two or three headshots and maybe win real quick. But if I felt like I was getting just reamed, which happened a lot. Yeah. I had a sticky grenade ready to go and I'd throw it. And then, you know, I'd try to, try to back around a corner or something so i didn't die but a lot of times the guy just okay i'm stuck i'm gonna run and kill this idiot too yeah that, that's that would be my strategy <laughs> if i got stuck i would run to the nearest enemy well i'm sure i'm sure i've made a lot of people lose their mind <laughs> as much as i would stick people but yeah. i'm and i know in this game it had the pistol the magnum which was which was a lot more powerful than you would think for a sidearm well <laughs> It was one of two weapons that had a scope, the other being the sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh it was a one hit kill against the hunters. Yeah, that was that was always neat. And uh I, I didn't I didn't realize that until later. Yeah, I never knew it. I've never done it before. Oh really? Yeah. I, I've done it a couple of times, uh, especially like whenever I was in my achievement hunting stage. And mm-hmm. I was trying to always trying to, you know, hey, there's an achievement for doing this, let's jump in this level right quick and do it. And that's that's what it was. It was um What's the beach level? The silent cartographer. Yeah, silent cartographer. Um, you know, when you get a little bit later into that level, there's a couple of hunters up there at the top, and uh, I think that's where I really stress to get to to get that achievement. But speaking of uh, silent cartographer, what was your favorite level? Uh, you know, I mean, it it would probably have to be silent cartographer. I know. Uh, you know, obviously the first level is the introduction and, and then the second level you're, you're kind of learning some stuff. Uh, the second level to me was just, it seemed like it was kind of forever long. It, it was a long level and a lot, and, and these, all of these levels were long levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess silent cartographer is just a little more iconic than the others. Uh, the one, the one that I hated was the, um, the li- library. Yeah. Uh, gosh almighty with the floods coming at you you got to follow that stupid flying eyeball thing yeah the monitor yeah um, that thing <laughs> technical terms here on the spam uh, ham and spam. my gosh <laughs> uh, Clint's had a stroke we're just gonna leave it with hammy from now on alright uh, what about I guess you said your favorite gun was the Sticky, besides the sticky grenade, what gun did you like? Uh, I was never really good with a sniper rifle. Well, I wasn't great with a sniper rifle in multiplayer. Because mm-hmm. what does everybody do? They run around and they jump. And it's no hard, scope. Yeah, no scope. And it's it's hard to hard to get that kind of that kind of good. I never, you know, I could pop you twice and kill you that way, but I was never like a, Yeah, if I no scope someone, it was completely by accident. Exactly, exactly. Um, I can't remember a hundred percent. I don't recall seeing is a Spartan laser on this game. On no. the first one. Okay. I know you couldn't get the sword uh, and you couldn't dual wield. Uh, I guess it's the standard, uh, standard battle rifle. What's it, in, it wasn't in it. Not the battle. I mean the assault rifle. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, cause there weren't, there weren't any other real single shot, anything. I mean, the pistol was good. I mean, but, the most overpowered pistol I've ever seen in a game. I love the rocket launcher. Yeah. Rocket launcher was pretty good. Um, 
it's just it's one of those things that's trying, that's hard to trying to, hard think. to come by a lot of times. Yeah, but when you got it, boy, you put it to work. Uh, what about your favorite vehicle? Oh, that's the the, the Warthog. Really? Course. Not the Scorpion tank. Uh, Scorpion was 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 good, but. It could be cumbersome to operate sometimes. Yeah, it was a little harder to maneuver. Yeah, because um, again, you know, one, and I guess I just because it's like you know, if you ever operate a a, a skid steer or a or a lawnmower, um, that you know has the the hydrostat controls or whatever, you kind of want to push one to go one way, one to go the other, and it's kind of hard to get that feeling with a with a left stick. Because that's your drive stick, and the right stick is your look stick. You know, you're kind of aiming the the um, the cannon around, right? So, um, but you could get that thing turned around backwards sometimes, and it was just hard to. It could be hard to maneuver, especially in some of those levels. So, well, all right. What was the enemy you hated to face the most? Uh, well. Honestly, uh, well, I mean, the elites weren't super, super hard. They could be a challenge. Especially the sword ones. Right. Um, I think the ones that always, that I hated to see was the the flood, the one that would explode and all the little ones would come out. Gosh, man, I hated those. Yeah, and first-person shooters, I hate any enemy that charges you. Oh, goodness. That's all the flood in this game. Um. And it was the brutes in Halo Two. Now, for whatever reason, in Halo Three, man, I could take a brute out like nothing. Halo Two, I, I struggle with the brute, and I they guess they, beasts. yeah, I mean, they made them that way. I mean, and they're iconic just in that right because of that. But, mm-hmm. whew, I struggle with those guys. Yeah, the uh, I, I'm like you though. Those, those exploding flood, yeah, I hated those especially because you had to focus on them because if they got too close, they would do a lot of damage. Oh man, and the little ones would would. Just gnaw on you and yeah. bring your health down real quick, or and, your shields down real and, quick, and you almost want to ignore them because they're just little and minute. Right. But well, like when a whole like, pack of them gets on you, oh, like in later games, like in Halo Three, I think you just pretty much just run across them. It was no big deal. Yeah, but like in Halo One, they were they were rough. You'd you'd waste a lot of ammo trying to trying to destroy them, you know, without trying to just outrun them, kind of. Right. Um, you know, we talked about the theme earlier. Yeah. This this game had some incredible music all the way through. Absolutely outstanding, I thought. Uh, this whole entire series is great oh, when yeah. it comes to music. And that was uh, one Mr. Martin O'Donnell. Yeah, he did the first three, and they passed it off in four, and I think it passed it off again in well, five. he left with Bungie. Okay. And he did uh, the did music do- for Destiny. Did he? Okay. And then he, they parted ways. Oh, well. not very pleasant terms. <laughs> well, uh, I, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm, I'm nowhere near the, uh, music band nerd as Justin is, but I, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to the halo music. Like I, I do love me some halo. Like I'll be at work and I'll put a, put a soundtrack on real quick and, and listen to it. Just, and people come up and talk to me. It's like, what are you listening to? Uh, <laughs> halo. <laughs> like, man, you're such a nerd. <laughs> But no, but it's good. I mean, because you've got your uh, you got your fight sequences. You've got your um, your scenes where you know it gets super intense. Um, and, and you know the music obviously does it justice. And that's one of the things that that you start really noticing uh, 
about this time is how good the soundtrack started getting because they're disc games, so they're all taking advantage of you know the CD drives and the quality of of the music, how it went you know went from the iconic eight bit, sixteen bit, yeah, you know you know clicks and pops kind of thing to actual music music. Yeah, real-life real music. <laughs> so, um, that last last scene uh, when you're in the mall and you're trying to trying to escape and you're on the Warthog and, man, I, th- I think that there was the... Uh, that's an intense part, too. That was a sweaty palms moment. It, it really level. is. Well, especially, you know, when you, when you first do it and you're like, uh, was it Faux Hammer? Yeah, is, tra- is trying to come and rescue you. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm right here, right around the corner." And then, you know, you're sitting there, you're watching this, and she's like, "Yeah, just stay where you are." And this countdown's going, like, "Okay, we gotta go, we gotta go." And all of a sudden, next thing you know, she gets shot down. And Man, I was more bummed about her death than I was Captain Keys. Yeah, uh, and the Keys thing, man, that was pretty rough. It was. It really was. He was a cool guy, and then to see what the flood turned him into, and man, he's basically wants you to kill him put him out of his misery that was creepy man and you, you can tell when a game does a really good job because they really create this whole entire universe and and what i mean by that is it's not just one game or two games worth of worth of detail and info there's there's books there's novels about this there's all kinds of backstories about how the um how the grunts, you know, kind of became part of the covenant and then how the elites become a part of the covenant, uh, the jackals and everything else. So like there are all, all these different species of, of aliens, how they all come together and, you know, everybody's trying to follow this, this, uh, the, the prophets. prophets. Yeah. And, uh, jinx. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it's, it's a huge backstory and, uh, yeah, they pretty much tore it all apart in five. <laughs> Well, they tore it all apart in four, but I like four. Yeah, I know. You, you know, <laughs> last week we talked about unpopular games that you like. That yeah. should have been one, four or five. Really? Yeah. I I thought four was a pretty popular game, considering that it had been how long between three and four. Uh three was what six? I think so, or seven maybe. Yeah, I think it's like five or six years maybe. Yeah, so I mean, you're looking at or more. Twenty twelve, was that was it? Twenty twelve when four came out, maybe. Anyway, um, no, and you know, four had some good parts, but man, looking back on it, I can see where they started going off the rails. But well, they had to, they had to try to find some other story to tell, and I don't know, it just kind of went off the rails, like you said. But in Halo One, when you're exploring Halo, you don't know what anything is. Right. All you know is you're trying to get your people back together, get away from the covenant. And you're seeing all this amazing technology. Oh, and yeah. you hear about this super advanced civilization that was just so far thousands of years ahead mm-hmm. of anything you or the covenant has. And to, and, and to learn that the flood wiped them out and now you've just unleashed the flood again. Right. You know, that, that, that was awesome little tidbit they they put in yeah the the whole forerunner backstory forerunners man and god it's just such a it's such a great story and 
how they can just continually build on it or in, in latter case try to build on it. And I think they're And this is this is the building block for it. I think their less is more approach and Halo One was was perfect. Because you, you get you get these little bits of you know, these you see the architecture, you see mm-hmm. the the stuff they left behind, but right. they don't just you know delve out into exposition and just tell you everything about them. There's still right. a lot of mystery to them. Right. There's a lot of mystery to the covenant. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of mystery, uh, mystery of the main character, Chief. Yep. You, know, you just know he's this super soldier in this big suit of armor who they keep frozen when they don't need him. Yeah. Like, how how messed up does it have to be for you to get your super soldier out that you keep on ice the entire yeah. time? Like, all right, hey, guys. Fall him out. Yeah, we we need him now. <laughs> um, Golly, man. There's just, there's just so much to this entire series that's, that's put in place with just this one game. Yeah. And a lot of it you don't really realize. Like, you, you go back and you, you know, I've, I've made this statement before, you you knew the outcome of Reach. They just had to go back and tell the story. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew you knew the ending. You just had to tell the story to how you got there. Well, when you get to the end of Reach and, you know, your, your main character, your number six, hands Cortana off to Keys... And then that's goosebumps. Yeah. I mean, really it is. And then, you know, they jump into space and then boom, that's where Halo one picks up. Well, what's, what's cool is you start off Halo one, you're, you're fleeing from the covenant and you, you kind of find out that the way this universe works is humans are in a war with the covenant Mm -hmm. that they cannot beat the covenant. Mm -hmm. So whenever they engage the covenant and they retreat their ship, AI, puts in random coordinates to take them away from human space because they don't want them finding human planets Mm because they've already found some and they've been just glassing them. Right. Completely destroying them and they're terrified of them finding Earth. And so, allegedly, random coordinates brought you to Halo, Mm -hmm. which you find out, I think in Reach, that they kind of found out that there was something there at those coordinates. Right. And they programmed that into Cortana. So it wasn't completely random but as far as you know in halo one just a random dot in infinite space and you turn up at this big massive ring planet yeah full of mystery and (laughs) golly man it's just there's just almost too much to talk about without just trying to go into way too much detail to it it's a great game it is you know i'm I, i enjoy playing multiplayer i'm terrible at it Gosh, I'm I'm terrible at it, but I, I do enjoy playing it, especially play, enjoy playing it with you guys. Um, well, just the stuff that this game provided to first person shooters, right? Like one thing that I've always loved was the the one button grenade. You know, you don't have to go through and select a grenade sure. and then use it. You just press one button and boom, sure, you've got it. Um, but where I was going was that was I I enjoy multiplayer. I love campaign. Yeah. And, it, and it's it's really sad to see how much a campaign has dwindled now because of multiplayer. You okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> am, I, am I boring you? A little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you, you get your Call of Duties where they've got like a 12-level... Well, the 10... last one didn't have a campaign. The four didn't uh-uh. at all, none whatsoever. Well, I remember uh, with three, you could buy either with the campaign or without. Really, 
Yeah. You know, I didn't think the campaign three was too bad. It was Call of Duty three, right? Wait. Black Ops three, rather. Yeah, Black Ops three. Yeah. Yeah, Black Ops three. Yeah, you could get the you could get it with or without the campaign because a lot of people are just like, yeah, we're just well, doing multiplayer. But once they found out that people love the multiplayer. And they will buy loot boxes in the multiplayer. Yeah, loot boxes are really then too. Why would you bother with a campaign? Well, you make <laughs> more money with the loot boxes and everything. Oh yeah, and that's. But not for me. I don't think I've ever bought a loot box for anything. See, and Halo Five introduced loot boxes. Yeah. Halo Five also introduced the aim down sight mechanic too. Yeah, which just doesn't. It doesn't fit into the Halo universe. No, but it's like they're trying to pull too many people from other. First person shooters. And they are. And I was talking to a buddy of mine today, uh, actually, and we were talking about why Halo doesn't need aim down sights because the whole story is the reticle is built into your visor. Sure. So wherever your gun's at, it's going to hit where you're yeah. aiming. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Really, because you're not really using the sights so, so much, you know, or Chief isn't using the sights so much. In, yeah. In that real life aspect he's just going pow 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 he's just running and gunning <laughs> pew pew <laughs> <laughs> um and in sprinting that's why I, I don't think sprinting should be in it, it, it's it hurt halo because when you're playing a halo multiplayer game you're running around mm-hmm. you don't have to take time to aim down sights your mm-hmm. gun's always out you're always ready to shoot mm-hmm. when you're sprinting you're spending most of the time Swinging going arms. around the 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 map with your gun down. Yeah. It it slows down the action. I can see that, but you know, you know what game introduced sprinting, right? Or which of the Halo games introduced sprinting, right? Yeah, 4. No. What? Reach. You're right. It's a, it was a power-up. You it could was choose a power it. Up. But we loved Reach. Yeah, but that was that was a temporary. Right, like little... like the shield and Wait, was it? Yeah. Like you'd push X or whatever the button was, and it, it was almost like you threw, you know, you could you could throw the um, the energy drain, you could throw the radar thing, you could throw the uh, the bubble shield. Well, in Reach, you had the... Um, the armor lock. The armor lock, the sprint. Hologram. The hologram. That's right, sprint. I th- There's one more. I guess it was a bubble shield. I don't know. I can't remember. Flying. Jetpack. Yeah, the jetpack. Yeah. Oh boy, the jetpack. So But it was and it, it wasn't a permanent part of the the movement. No, no, because it was temporary, just like with anything, it had to recharge. And you know, in four they did that also. I think in five you basically had unlimited sprint in you five. Did. But in four you you could sprint, but it was very limited. Like you always had sprint and you could have a power up on the side as well. Yeah. But it was a very limited sprint. But you know they've they've gone back and compared and said that the movement in two is faster than the sprinting in five. Really? Yeah. Huh. You know, and that was that was the one thing that always got me. You know, if you go in chronological order, and I know in order of release that Reach was the fourth Bungie game that was in. What was the fourth? ODST. ODST. So I think it's ODST. A fantastic is game. Two point five. It's Halo two point five. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the fourth or the fifth, however you want to look at it. Um, but it happened before 
one. Halo one. But yet you had all these other different power ups. And that's what yeah. I never understood about prequel games. You had more power ups and better weapons in the first game, you know, in the prequel game than you did in the actual OG. I, I agree. I, I, prequels are a bad idea, man. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to have them tell a story. And I mean, and I think it, it has a place in, in the Halo lore for sure. Yeah. So much so that a, in a game that doesn't have Master Chief in it, except for a, a brief cut scene, they're going to put it in the Master Chief. Collection. A brief cut scene. You have to move the camera in. Yeah, that's true to too. See. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it meant enough to, to that lore, to that story that they're going to put that game in there. But yeah, I, I, I've never understood that. When you do, you go back and do a prequel that it's got, you got better weapons and yeah. different power-ups. Like, what? It's like, why, why didn't Chief have a DMR? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like they just stopped making them. <laughs> and then brought them back. Uh, anywho, great Char- game, great game. I, I, I do enjoy playing it from time to time. Uh, I know I've mentioned, and, and thankfully for this podcast, uh, because we did get to play through it just a little bit, um, I have said that, you know, we wanted to go through and... What are you doing on the couch? I'm just sitting there. Oh, okay. Why are you so worried about... Why don't you finish the thought? I can't, because you're fidgeting. Well, here, I'll stop moving and breathing and living so you can finish your no, thought. Don't stop living. Just stop the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> I do want to go back and play through the entire series. Uh, and and it, obviously, it will help, too, when Reach is actually released on, that, yeah. on Master Chief. Uh, I do want to make a a long run with that and and run through all the games. Like, and you go in order of release or chronological? Chronological. That's really? like the only way to do it. Order release does nothing for the story to me. All right. Because you have to go backwards. That's true. All right. Yeah, we need to do that sometime. Yeah. So if we can get Alex and Casey on board. Even if we can't get Alex and Casey. I'm sure we can get Alex and Casey on board. Remember when Halo 4 came out? We went we went all the way up to Casey's house. Yeah, surprised him. Had four TVs, four Xbox 360s. <laughs> we stayed up. Very little sleep. Out. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Those were the days. I couldn't do that now. Oh, goodness, no. Because we, we went to bed at like 3 or 4 in the morning. We never went to bed. No, we took a, we took a small nap. You did. Well, maybe I did. I was an old man before you were an old man. That hurts me to say that. <laughs> Even though you're much younger than me. <laughs> um, any, Anything else about OG Halo, though? Uh, I really like the characters in it. It said Chief is, you know, your... More silent protagonist. Right. But you can tell he's just awesome. Cortana was great. Uh, Sergeant Johnson was awesome. Loved him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Foe Hammer. Liked her. Um, Captain Keys. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a... There might have been some dry humor. I don't think there was a whole, whole lot of humor in Halo 1, though. It's like... I guess because it was, it, it was their first game that they, that they kind of did... And they're kind of like, okay, well, we've got to tell this really like vast story that's yeah. supposed to be super, super serious. And like in two, they kind of relax a little bit. Like mm-hmm. that first scene, you know, when you when you get to the to the Covenant bomb and you're like, hey, can I come off the ship? And like, what for? We'll give the Covenant back their bomb. Yeah. Like, that's pretty awesome. Well, all right, let me ask you this. And and if you were to rank all of the Halo games, where would Halo One end up? Ooh. Just, just the best to worst. Like, what's the best Halo game versus the worst Halo game? Yeah, where would it be on that scale? What Ooh. number? 
my best or the best? Well, I mean, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's, it's going to have to be best, subjective. Well, so see, the best is best. not necessarily going to be favorite though. So I think the best game, the best Halo game is going to be. Well, your favorite. My favorite is three. Okay. Well, well, where would Halo one be on your list of favorite? On my list of favorites, probably fourth. Fourth? Yeah. It, it would go three, reach, two, one. Okay. Just just pure Clint's favorites. It's and, f- and really, ugh, this is going to be hard to say, I might actually put four in front of it. For me. Yeah, for you. <laughs> but as far as the best from start to finish, from story and everything they're trying to tell, I think two's the best. Two than reach, in that order. But my favorite's three because that's that's the one the most nostalgia, most memories. For yeah, me. I'm sliding out of my it, seat. It would be, uh, Halo One for me would be fifth. Uh, for me it'd be three, two, very close together. Well, I'm not. I'm I'm including ODST as part of three. So I know what you're about to do. Yeah, then reach and ODST, then one, okay. and then drop about a mile. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, kick the dirt off of uh, four than five. <laughs> I I think I personally enjoyed four more than I did one. That's just me. It is. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> one person in America. But anyway, um, yeah, Halo one, love it. Uh, just you know, said last week, don't kill countries a game. I'll play from now on. Halo 1, the same way. I mean, every now and then you get that itch to play through them. Yeah, like I would say said. the whole Halo series would be in that. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't think I could necessarily say the entire Donkey Kong series would be in that. Obviously, one for us, yeah. I know. But I don't know if I'd ever say, you know what? You know what I want to play? I want to play some Donkey Kong Country. Well, which one? Well, for me, it's one. That's it. Well, after last week, I really want to play through two and three. Oh, we, well, we can. We will. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, if if we ever have a retro game night and we say, hey, let's let's play Donkey Kong, we know which Donkey Kong we're going to play. <laughs> yeah, but if we true. have a retro game night and we say, hey, let's play Halo, we got to sit and say, okay, which one? One, yeah, two, three, true. reach, ODST, four and five, and then break out your gun and shoot me and say, thank God we'll never have to hear Clint say how much he likes four and five. Well, four, anyway. Ever again. <laughs> so, um, definitely, okay, your rating I don't do ratings anymore. I, you know what I mean? The way you're rating games, the way you're uh, reviewing games, I guess. Uh, I loved it when I played it back in the day. Sure. I still love it now. Sure. And if, you know, I would definitely recommend it to someone. Okay. So you need to play this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I would, I would absolutely be in the exact same boat. Um, is it, is it to you worth it to play it on the original Xbox to go through the trouble to find an original Xbox, the Duke controller, <laughs> which is opening my closet <laughs> for anybody else? Is it worth it for them to go get it on the original system with all the remakes and everything? Well, I mean, now? Uh, I mean, you've got the original experience on all three Xboxes. Sure. And on PC. So okay. I would just, you know, whatever you've got, play it on it. Yeah. Just play it. Not, not necessarily, Original system, play it, but just play it. Yeah. Well, good deal. Plus, you get the benefit of online with 360 that's, and Xbox One. That's true. That's true. Do you do you ever think that 
and this is kind of a little bit off topic. You know, when you had Mario one, Mario two, Mario three, you know, they kind of pushed the limit and, and the technology of the time on the regular Nintendo. But when they re-released them in super Mario all-stars, they kind of used that super Mario world knowledge to remake the games. They updated the graphics and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people say that super Mario all-stars is, is the true way that Nintendo wanted those three games to be played. That's the way they wanted them to look. They wanted to feel They wanted to sound everything. Mm -hmm. Would you say that the anniversary is probably on that same line? Like that's the way, like if Microsoft could have pushed everything as hard as they could and got all they could have out of with today's technology to go back and redo that game. Do you ever think there'll be another anniversary release of it? Or is this it? Like they won't make it any better than what it is now on the anniversary. I think they'll leave it as is. Okay. Um, and the anniversary is great. Oh, and it's, and it's an awesome uh, effect to go back and forth to see yeah. what the two differences are. It's pretty crazy sometimes. Well, I mean, you know, you get some areas that's, you know, really, really dark on the original and they they were able to lighten it up and you get some that are just, you know. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the original anniversary on, the, on 360, wasn't it four player co-op? That sounds familiar. I've got the box right over here. Keep talking. I'm very sure that when they first released the Halo, oh, this is hilarious watching Clint try to get up with all these cables. When when they released Halo Anniversary on Xbox 360, it had four-player co-op. And if I'm not mistaken, on Xbox One, on the Master Chief Collection, they dropped it down to two-player co-op. I believe Clint has the answer. Uh, I'm looking at the Xbox 360 um, box right now. It is players 1 to 2, co-op 2, system link 2 to 16, 3D support. Let me see that. Multiplayer 2 to 16, co-op 2 online. Really? Yep. I was thinking it was four-player. Okay, I was wrong. I don't know why they didn't make it four player but maybe they couldn't well hmm all right well then i owe three four three an apology <laughs> all those times i what was I'd the original the original was only a two player was it not? it was okay yeah. uh yeah it was it was my understanding that they just took the took the original and just made it look better and sound a little bit better yeah we because yeah. i know we the four of us always wanted to play through all of them together, and we right. couldn't with one and two. Might be even more of a reason why it just needs to be me and you playing through them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, Halo, go play it. If you haven't played it, go play it. Um, story can get a little convoluted, but if you stick with it, it is a great story. Yeah. You got terms like silent cartographer and librarian. You're like, well, well that's that, not a librarian. Yeah, that's that's, that's what was throwing you off. We had to start calling it the map room for silent cartographer. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was even prepping for the show tonight. I was like, what is this? Oh, it's a map room. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, all right, we'll enjoy this uh, other classic Halo tune uh, as we come back.
All right, Clint. So I've got a question for you this okay. week. Uh, and this is for everyone listening as well. Yeah, hit us up with your your answers to whatever this question Hammy's going to... By the way, this is my least favorite part of the show. <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time. All right. Um, who would you say are your top three favorite video game protagonists? Um, ugh, top three. Um, somewhere in there... Uh, well, you know, Master Chief's got to be up there, man. For as for as great as as that entire series is, Master Chief's got to be in it. Mm-hmm. And then for for me, from a personal standpoint, that would be three. Number two, oddly enough, is probably going to be Sonic. Mm-hmm. Just nostalgia, childhood. Played a ton of Sonic games. Surprise is not number one. Surprise right? is not number one. Number one's going to have to be Mario. Just what he meant to the industry as a whole. I mean, so so you're going that route, not going your personal favorite. Because that's what I meant. Your personal favorite. So not the best, but my favorite. Well, the, the best is subjective. It's going to be your favorite that's anyway. True. I can't put... I can't put Sonic over Mario for two reasons. One, what Mario meant to the industry. Mm-hmm. Just overall. That's it still what, does. What everybody... Everybody is a gamer, especially in our generation. Everyone who is a gamer is a gamer because of Mario. You'd be surprised. I've seen a lot of YouTube channels that absolutely do not play Nintendo, have never played Nintendo, and don't care anything about Nintendo. In our generation? Yeah. Uh, our age. I, I call horse hockey. Uh, Angry Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I said Sonic probably means more to me, but I can't put him number one because of games like Sonic 06 and <laughs> what is the one where you become a werewolf? Oh, God, I forgot about that one. I mean, no, just just, just no. I mean, Mario Sunshine was at least fun. <laughs> a lot of people really loved that game. I, I, ah. I didn't care for it. Well, Pete's their own. I still had fun sometimes playing it, but I just... Overall, wasn't crazy. But I, I don't think I could really put anybody else up there. I mean, sports games are out automatically, uh, which includes wrestling games. Crash didn't have the longevity to really be a, a major force when you start talking about protagonists. Um, I, I, I personally, I don't think I could put any of the Gears character over Master Chief. Um, you know, you you could throw uh, you could throw uh, Donkey Kong in there. I mean, and then 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 you're getting into a Nintendo battle, just how iconic all they how how iconic everyone well, is. Well, you see, you're you're still thinking about it in a different way than I mean. You're thinking about who's more iconic when it's your personal personal favorite. I mean, you could say Ness from Earthbound if you wanted to. So, if so, maybe a better question is if they release a new game tomorrow. And it has X character on it. What character has to be on it that you were guaranteed to play it? No, that's not what I mean at all. All right. Who are your favorite characters? I guess you could say. All right. Mario, Sonic, and Master Chief. Okay. There you go. (laughs) All right. That's a difficult question, man. It's an insanely simple question. (laughs) Please. Michael Jordan. There you go. Well, no, not from NBA Jam. <laughs> it was an NBA Jam. Uh, from Bulls and 
was it Bulls and Blazers at the NBA Finals for <laughs> anyway. I'm rambling. Well, my my top three. I guess I could say Master Chief. Okay. I do like Chief. Uh I think I would say Samus Aaron from Metroid. Okay. She's awesome. And she's also in a power suit. And there's two characters in power <laughs> suits. Uh, my number one, of course, is Link. Okay. Legend of Zelda. Okay. So my top three favorites. Um, Just just so we don't leave him out, uh, your cousin Jeremy did ask us a question on Twitter. Yeah, he did. I don't know. Our favorite uh, memories of fireworks. Uh, all of mine involve someone getting hurt or almost getting hurt. See, I, I, I have to recuse myself because I, I'm not a big firework fan. Sure. Well, do you have a like a favorite type of firework? Like a Roman candle versus a bottle rocket or something? Um, See, I don't like the home fireworks. I just don't. Oh, okay. I really care for them. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's all right to see them, you know, at a big show or something. Right. I, I've had too many memories of almost seeing stuff almost get set on fire and <laughs> and people getting injured it's like well, I, you know a- amateurs should not be doing this um well most all of mine involve either getting hurt or someone almost getting hurt or something catching on fire so um i think my biggest issue with them is i have to be outside when it's hot hottest. well hey uh, he didn't say it had to be fourth of july it could be new year's who shoots fireworks on New Year's? No, we used to. That was actually my number one memory. Really? Yeah, my number two was when Alex set the... We were in the middle of a drought. And we're getting ready to shoot fireworks, but before we do it, he's out shooting his pistol, and he's shoot, trying to shoot some Tannerite, and he shoots it. And it blows up fine. Well, we're in the middle of a drought, and he's in the middle of a field, and it sets the field on fire. Uh, if I had a number three I could think of, I'd, I'd say it. But my number one is New Year's and like, the year two thousand, I'm at I'm at my house, and for whatever reason, sixteen year old Clint decides, hey, it'd be great if we played hide and go seek at night, at midnight, with Y two K getting ready right around the corner to happen. <laughs> um, but we had all these fireworks, so Alex, of all people, uh, has a bottle rocket or not a bottle rocket, a uh, Roman candle. Mm-hmm. So he's. <laughs> My, my dummy self decides I'm going to climb a tree to hide. Yeah. So uh, the object of the game was to tag them with a firework. It wasn't just regular regular tag. It was tagging <laughs> with a firework. So I'm up in a pecan tree and Alex lights up. He says, I found Clint. And he takes a cigarette lighter and lights up his Roman candle right quick. It's a 10 shot Roman candle. And I bet he hit me eight times with it. I'm trying to get out of the tree. There's nowhere you can go. There's nowhere I can go except for down. So like if I if I let go and try to get away, I'm going to get hurt. Or if I stay there, I'm going to get pelted with Roman candle balls. <laughs> uh, that was my uh, I had on my um, my workout my football workout uh, sweatpants, and I had about four holes in them because of it. Oh man! Uh, so needless to say, I was it next. <laughs> <laughs> Eight times over. Yeah. So as far as firework memories go, that's that's probably it there. Oh man. You know, if we ever talk about camping sometime, I gotta tell the story about almost getting blown up by <laughs> a butane stove. Yeah. Well don't don't save it. Or well, save it. Don't don't spoil it. Yeah, I I'll i I'll, I'll save it. 
Yeah, you, uh, that term might be one we might have to have some guests on to uh, help elaborate the story a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's another that's another Alex guest appearance. <laughs> he was there. Maybe even Joel. That might be a good one for Joel too. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that yeah, they were the two idiots that uh, were were poking the stove in the fire. Poking the stove in the fire. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, there's another Dean Clint. Just uh, Clint just repeated Hammy again. So. Only twice. What was the first one? I can't remember. <laughs> well, I know we jinxed each other one time, so that doesn't count. Is jinx still a thing? Uh I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm never around kids, so I don't know. Uh, you know what Mays brought home the other day? A vape. No, God, gosh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, Mays brought home the circle punch game. Yeah, and yeah, I've I, already punched him. <laughs> Uh, he brought home the circle punch game and he got me cause I didn't know we were playing it. And he walks up to me and I'm expecting him to hit, hit me in the arm. He slaps me on the back of the neck. I got to punch his lights out when he did that. And I said, what is that? And he said, yeah, it's a, it's a circle game. I said, no, no, no. It's a, it's a circle punch game. He said, what's that? And I said, I make a circle and I gestured the circle and I said, when you look at it, he looked at it and I said, I punch you as hard as I can in the arm. He said, no, no, no. So now it's a, that's a, uh, household rivalry right now to uh punch each other's hard as we can yeah <laughs> i got him at the mexican place by the way oh really yeah i, I yeah. just i just yeah, i figure it's a matter of time punch. when he tries to get you yeah um but yeah circle punch circle punch is coming back wait till uh wait till yo-yos make another return <laughs> See, that's, that's what i was telling my nephew uh who's in high school it's because there are kids now vaping in high school. That's crazy. It's so stupid. It, it, and, and I was stupid. like, when we were kids, we had yo-yos. <laughs> yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> Remember when Marcus would bring yo-yos to school and he'd sell them? He'd like bought them for like five bucks a piece and he'd sell them for 20 because it's the ball bearing ones that like spin forever. He'd sell the crap out of those things in ad class. I never knew that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause I bought one or two from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. God, we're old. Yeah. But soon be what? 15 years we've been out of school. It'll be more than that. Ain't oh it? yeah. 17, 17. I can't do, I can't do simple math in my head That's either. Alabama public education. <laughs> RTR. That's all we need to know. War Eagle and Roll Tide. <laughs> Which one you for? Or, you know, go dog, go dogs for Georgia friends over there. Well, for our half of our listening audiences in Alabama or Georgia, so yeah, we'll throw a go dogs out there. Although I think most of the are from Georgia are from from Alabama with our internet connection. <laughs> or Georgia Tech. What are they? Hornets? Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. Yeah, we're gonna send them to a watery grave. Kinda <laughs> excited about them this year. They're not they're not running the triple option for the first time in about a decade. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> not really. No one on this podcast cares about sports references which are well i'm just gonna go ahead and call it there's gonna be more sports references when college football starts man when you ask me hey clint how was your week i'm like man alabama did this and auburn did this and kentucky still sucks don't diss kentucky i'm not dissing kentucky i'm dissing the university of don't diss the university of kentucky i played them in our league oh, that's right go wildcats okay and go thundering herd in that other <laughs> league we're in i'm going to uh diss arkansas then how about that I'll allow it. Arkansas. <laughs> uh yeah, if you heard our if you heard her bonus episode that we released uh earlier today. Or uh, well earlier the or, other day. Earlier the other day, whenever you listen to this. 
Uh, Amy was talking about how he only wants to go to states that are connected to the ocean. <laughs> it's just uh, an escape route, man. Because <laughs> the British are coming. Uh, they could be. They could be. So, very well. Anything else on this episode, buddy? I think that's about it. All right, then. Well, uh, thanks for joining us for uh, Master Chief. And join us next week. Uh, at the end of the episode here, you'll hear a, uh, potentially hear a little teaser uh, mm-hmm. here at the end of the episode. And uh, until next time, join us when you might hear Hammy say, Trying is the first step towards failure. Thanks, guys. <laughs>